Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Community is one of the buzzwords in Web3. However, community looks very different depending on which blockchain we're speaking about. For example, on the Wax blockchain, it feels like a big, giant, collaborative community. It doesn't matter what project or artist person is supporting. As a whole, Wax collectors are as one big Wax community, aka the Wax gang. Now, over on Solano... Things are more separated based on the utilities, such as the gamers stick with the gamers, the stakers stick with the stakers. Don't get me wrong, there are the top high-end communities that really stick together, but it's not like what we see over on Ethereum, where it is project-based as far as the community is centric around that particular collection or that particular project. And one of the collections that I've been looking at since I started to keep an eye on ETH is the Lazy Lions community. So today I'm going to reveal my quote unquote secret to getting into the community within my budget. Obviously, it's not a secret if I'm sharing it to wonderful listeners like yourself. However, I'm not going to tweet about this or put this out necessarily publicly. So this is like a nifty business town hall meeting. And for being here, you're going to actually hear how I'm thinking about this and how I'm going to approach this. So if you're not familiar with the Lazy Lions Cub, what they're doing over there, let's backtrack all the way to Lazy Lions. It is one of the top end communities on Ethereum, one of the early partners of the Coinbase NFT platforms when they're going through handpicking and selecting all the ones that they really wanted to highlight that were on the higher end of being respected leaders in the space. And Lazy Lines was one of them. This is one of the 10K generative art collections. And of course, they are based on Lions. So through much of the year, they were trading well over one ETH up into the two ETH as the floor price. However, as everything came down with this market, they've been sub one ETH. However, it still was sort of out of my budget based on what I'm looking at and how much I actually have in the market right now and free capital. I didn't want to necessarily sell off just to get one of these lazy lines at 0.75 where it is still a discount from where it was. However, I saw that they were coming out with the Lazy Lions Cubs, which is the second generation, if you will. And this is going to be about 4,000 mint. But then also they're going to have the 10K Lions that have their choice between drinking the juice or the milk to generate either the teen or the baby version of their current line. It's going to keep those same attributes. Unlike the 4K Lions that are going to be generated with all new traits and what have you, those 4,000 Cubs in the first set. Now, how this is priced out was pretty interesting. Obviously, the 10K Lions, the original Lazy Lions, they're going to get those juice and the milk for free. So all they have to pay is the gas to be able to do that. There's also something called a special, but I'm not exactly sure how all of that works, to be honest. But I just know that the juice and the milk are going to be the majority of those Lions. But the way the price for the Cubs were set for the general public that would be buying into this and not getting that free mint... They started off with a Dutch auction. And if you're not familiar with Dutch auctions, listen to episode 144 when I break down a Dutch auction. But basically, it is a reverse of a regular auction. They start at a high price and work their way down, hoping that everything sells off at a reasonable price that everyone's willing to pay to get everything sold. And initially, it was supposed to start at 0.5 ETH and work its way down to a cap of 0.25. However, the founders decided to change that around and they let it go all the way down to 0.1. And of course, with this market, the way things are going, it just didn't look like it was going to sell out. And much to my surprise, it made it to the public sale. 
The way they did the whitelisting was actually kind of interesting also. Between the auction and the public sale, they set it at 80% of what that floor was, which ended up being that 0.1. So those people on the whitelist were able to mint it for 0.08, and then it went to the public sale. So that kicked off on the 19th of May, and I thought it was going to definitely sell out, but this market has been crazy. They lowered the price, and still, Friday the 20th, I was still looking at it and saying, wow, it did not sell out. And I was so convinced that it was going to sell out that I didn't even move over the ETH to the wallet, and I just told myself, I'll probably get it after the art reveal, and that's how I'm going to get into this thing. But Friday afternoon, I realized they still haven't sold out. And it actually took until Sunday evening when they put up a countdown timer saying how much time was left to mint before they burn the remaining supply. And at that point, of course, people start to see that countdown clock and the FOMO sets in. They were able to mint into it and get their cubs. Now, as someone who comes from the marketing world, I absolutely appreciate this because this is what we called scarcity marketing. And some people might see this as being some sort of manipulative way. But when you're selling tickets or you're selling any kind of thing, if you know what scarcity marketing is, is that the limited time that you put on something, it gives some people the incentive to get over the hump. They were going to get it anyways, but they take their sweet time, they drag their feet, they wait until the absolute last minute. And with ticket events, half of the sales usually happen right away. Those are the people that were just waiting. They were lined up. Boom, they went away. Then there is a long lull. Everything sort of just dies down until those last minute people. When those cutoff times come, that's when they come in. And that's sort of like back in the day when we have homework assignments. The majority of students, they wait until the night before the paper is due to really start crunching and cramming and doing all the work. Same thing happens when it comes to sales. And this is something that I actually appreciate the marketing side of this. However, I know some people might have something to say that's critical about this. So the art reveal actually just took place a few hours ago. However, by the time you're listening to this, it will be last night was the art reveal. And then one hour after that, they allowed the existing line holders to start to generate using their milk and their juice. So, of course, all of that is public information. I didn't share anything that was not necessarily let out there between the Lazy Lions Discord and their Twitter. So what is this quote-unquote secret? Well, if you look at my Twitter on the 20th of May, I tweeted to mint or not to mint. That is the question. My eyes tell me this is the opportunity to join a great community, but the data says good things come to those who wait. FOMO is the battle between the heart and the brain. Now, I didn't say what that was in reference to, but since you're listening to this here at the Nifty Business Town Hall community meeting, you're going to get some insight into my thoughts as to why I tweeted that and what was going on. It was directly related to this mint because at that time I'm watching everything. And of course, that's when I set my strategy in place. And now at the point of recording this, I'm putting this out there because the lines are generating the younger versions of their lines and I'm seeing that more are coming onto the market. So in theory... What I believe is going to happen is that as those lines mint, they're going to want to liquidate and be able to get some of their capital back that they actually invested into the original lion, and they're going to list them onto the market. And as all of these cubs come onto the market, I believe that the price is going to drop below this 0.1 mint. What I believe is that I'll be able to select the specific trait that I'm actually looking for on the lion, get into the community below the mint price. Now, why does this matter to me? Why am I sharing this? What does this have to do with anything? As I started this whole thing off, of, it was about community. And I believe the Lazy Lions have a great community. And anytime they show up in spaces, they are there. They rally for each other. They go to live events. They do all sorts of things as a pride. And 
I truly believe that is one of the communities that is the best places to get started. They're committed to education. They hold people's hands through the minting process. They help people navigate the Web3 space, setting up wallets, security, all of these different things. They go to different town hall meetings with each other. They have a lot of opportunity just to learn within this Web3 space. And for someone such as myself who has nifty business, I'm in this thing every single day. I'm planning to go full time by the end of the year. I think this is a great community to attach myself to because at this point, all of the NFTs that I do hold, at least over on Ethereum, is somehow related to that community. And this is one of them that I think is a great one to be a part of. In addition, I would love to know what makes your project so successful because there's only so much that you can see from the outside, but it's not until you actually hold one of the tokens that you get into some of those meetings, be into those channels that are only for holders, you get to really see what's going on, what's powering all of this. Why is the value so much more than the next project? Because this is really one of the blue chips and I wanna know what they are doing. Because as I've said, this is nifty business and I do appreciate the marketing. I do appreciate all the aspects of the things that they're doing to separate themselves from the pack, the people that are just releasing random generative profile pictures. But at the same time, I have to be wise with the funds. I can't just buy everything that I think is a great deal, regardless of how great of a deal I thought it was even at point one. I can't just spend funds recklessly, so I'm using some strategy to actually get into the community at a reasonable price and, again, be able to get the artwork, that particular trait that I value as an individual. I'm not one who is really banking on the rarity and trying to climb the charts, so I don't want to pay the premium that some people are willing to pay in order to try to get a pre-revealed one and hope that they got something rare. No, that doesn't matter to me. I just want to be a part of the pride, and I'm willing to wait it out and pick the trade I want. So why am I sharing this? A couple reasons. Number one, I want to know if I'm going to be wrong, and I'm putting that out there based on all the data that I've seen at this point. And also, it could be either a lesson or a cautionary tale to someone who sees a great community and a great opportunity to jump into something if they should just be a part of it right away at the price that they saw it for, or try to use some data and analytics and navigate their way through all of this stuff to get in at a much more reasonable price. So hopefully you found that interesting, maybe helpful as you're looking through this market right now, seeing how to evaluate various projects to see what the real world utility is, connecting with the people, getting in for a reasonable price, and also understanding the trends. Because usually before the art reveal, the price goes up 50%, and then after the art reveal, it dips down below the mint price. So hopefully by the end of the week, I will be in the pride at less than 0.1. I'll report back to you and let you know. But as usual, I want to thank you for listening to this, stopping into this quote unquote town hall. And if you're finding value from this information, please feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. Until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.